but I, I don't think it's weird in terms of how it looks because I get that it's no, a robot. They're no, 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 no. But it was like the whoa. whole thing like, is whoa. weird. It's, it's like, weird. Like that just like, happens. <laughs> like I actually I saw that story and I shared it on my Instagram and I think my comment was something like I'm ready for our magical overlords to take over or something like that. Uh, I'm ready to be ruled by our magical overlords because. Again, if you've ever seen Terminator, this is how Skynet got started. This is how oh the robots developed sentient be- sentient thoughts and beings and took over, and suddenly we're in a robot war. Uh, this is what happened. And so I mean, I'm, is- I'm pretty sure Imaginary did not create a sentient being. So, so Well, you don't that. know what happens in 20 years if Judy Hopps is like, I'm tired of being told what to do. <laughs> I think no, I need we're to We're going to get the Kingdom boss. Keeper's territory now. Right? Like- you know what? Ridley Pearson was a, was, was a prophet, honestly. <laughs> Ladies! and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. I am Dave, and that is Jen, and we're here for the next few minutes to give you all the news because Disney is just dropping one thing after the other on us. Lots of news. Um, But first, newsworthy, Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh, gosh. How did I Disney this week? Okay, I Disney this week. I started making some plans for my summer Disney cruise adventure with nice. um, actually actual fellow agent Katie, mm-hmm. who is randomly on the same cruise. So, I mean, I did know she was on it. And, then and where are you going? To go on it. Where, 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 oh, where are we cruising to? Ten nighter. In Nassau? Wow. Yeah, no, not. This is a European cruise. You would not want to spend 10 nights in Nassau. I mean, I would would book that for you if you wanted. I would have cast away key. I would say say 10 nights in cast away key. Oh, yeah. Totally. Mm. So we start in Southampton, which is the London port, basically. Mm -hmm. And then we go to one stop in France, um, three stops in Iceland, uh, including Reykjavik. One stop in Norway, or wait, two stops in one to two stops in Norway. I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look. But we end up in Copenhagen, Denmark. So very cool. I'm gonna check a few more countries off my list, which I'm extremely excited about. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because I've never been to Denmark, never been to Norway, mm-hmm. never been to Iceland. So and I've never been to Boston in the fall. Um, so, <laughs> like, how many continents have you have you been to all of them except for Antarctica? Like, have you stepped foot on no. every continent, or are you still in so Asia? Or I'm missing Asia. Asia, Australia, Antarctica. So okay. I've been. To, well, no, actually, ooh, don't talk, don't ask me about continents. I've been to. Yeah, because I been haven't South been America. to South America because I've, okay, I've been to so Latin really America. It's just I mean, I've North been to Latin America. America. North America um, and Europe is pretty much it, right? Well, yeah, Central America, but I know that's not that's technically part of the North right. American continent. Right. So, yeah, that's basically it. I've got. And a, you call yourself a world traveler? How I mean? know. That's I just it's just I bad. <laughs> I don't get on my bucket either, list. Okay. On my bucket list. Yeah, we'll get there. Maybe we'll do an agency trip to Australia and go ahead and go on down to Antarctica. Oh yeah, um, sure. sure. That'll I'm be a, just like a forty-five easy. day agency trip. Um, yeah, I'm sure that'll that'll be <laughs> super. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Kyla, Kyla, Kyla gets annoyed with me now. Imagine being around me for forty-five days on a cruise. Ooh. Um, so, if you follow my pages, and of course it's the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram and Facebook is Magic on a Dollar, Disney on a Dollar. Mm-hmm. Shameless self promotion early. 
We do something every year called the Magical Movie Madness, where we are determining your favorite Disney movie of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, we put the movies up kind of in a match. First two rounds is you put four movies up, you pick one, whichever one's your favorite, whichever one gets the most votes advances. That has been consuming a lot of my time. Uh, just kind of keeping up mm -hmm. with that. And we are halfway through this tournament. Um, of course, March Madness, the real March Madness, the basketball tournament, kicks off tomorrow. Or if you're listening on oh, this, yeah. when it, this episode is released, it kicks off today. So make sure you fill your brackets out. Uh, but I'm having fun with mine. I really do. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And it's fun watching people engage um, because they get to talk about movies that who gets to talk about Flight of the Navigator? Except when it comes up in a movie poll where you can vote on Flight of the Navigator is my favorite Disney movie. And yeah. people have messaged me saying, thank you for this because nobody ever talks about Flight or Condor Man. Half the people haven't even heard of Condor Man. I think we discussed this last year. And we I was did. Like, What's we did. Condor yeah. Man? It's kind of the same thing. And right now you're probably thinking, what is Condor Man again? I don't remember. Well, yeah, I don't remember. You told me. Yeah, but, uh, but anyway, if you guys are following along, which I hope you can. Uh, make sure you go to the pages and vote. Um, and yes, it is a shameless self-promotion, but that's okay. It's a podcast. This is what we do, folks. We don't have ads. We don't have commercials. We just tell you to go vote for our stuff. This is what we do. So uh, we have got, well, before we get to everything on the show, Jen, I have to ask you, house update. And the reason I'm asking mm -hmm. is, of course, quasi-producer Heather is ready to move to Florida. She is, she is very soon, very soon making the move. And I, when I say very soon, I mean like, in the next couple of weeks, she mm -hmm. will be a Floridian. I'm not going to go specifics because I don't know how much she wants me to talk about, but I will say in a few weeks, she will be a solid Floridian. She'll be down there, home, everything. It's great. It's fantastic. So awesome for you, Quasi Producer Heather. We're excited for you. Jen, how is the house coming? How are the Amish coming? Are they getting that house built for you? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's actually, um, it looks fantastic. Basically, I mean, honestly, we could live there now. Mm -hmm. Um there are still some finishing touches, some things that they need to just complete, wrap up. Uh, supposed to do our final walkthrough at the end of next week. Nice. And then we don't have the, you know how that works with the closing dates. We, sometime before the end of the month. So literally we are neck and neck. Quasi producer, producer Heather and I are neck and neck. I know when she closes, um, we will see if she wins or if I win. But uh, my final walkthrough is first. Just depends on when we get close. So <laughs> nice, nice. So I'm assuming if people want to buy you a housewarming gift, they get you candles because that's what that'll be lighting your house overnight because there's no electricity in your home. Oh, um, you the, know, okay. This. Uh, uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today, and because Disney is just keeping news coming at us, like you know, they'll go weeks with nothing. I mean, we get a little tidbit here, but like, oh look, this is being refurbished, and maybe that'll be rethemed. Great, and all of a sudden, three days will go by, and we're like, look. There's meet and greets. Hey, it's a new restaurant. Look, fireworks are coming back. Guess what? You mm -hmm. can build a Tron action figure. Oh my gosh, 45th anniversary. And it's just like, can we not spread this out some? Holy crap. But it does make for a good show. However, top of the show, we have to mention our good friend. Uh, and I say our good friend. We've never met the man. But I would assume we'd be friends if we did. Raleigh Crump has passed away at the age of yeah. 90. He was somebody who worked uh, on animation for Peter Pan, Lady and the yes. Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians. He joined WED Enterprises, Walter Elias Disney Enterprises, mm -hmm. uh, which would later become Walt Disney Engineering. In 1959, he actually worked on The Haunted Mansion, Enchanted mm -hmm. Tiki Room, The Adventureland Bazaar. Uh, he worked you know, with the early days of Walt Disney's Silly Symphonies. Um, he actually was assigned as filling in the dots on the puppies of 101 Dalmatians. That was one Ooh. of his animation jobs, filling the, <laughs> the dots on the puppies. Uh, the, he was also handpicked by Walt to design what would become the famous It's a Small World clock based on Mary Blair's designs. Mm -hmm. uh, de debuted at 1964 World's Fair, of course, went to Disneyland and, and then eventually all over to Walt Disney World. 
He left the company. He worked at Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, he worked at the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. He returned back to Disney, did some work on Epcot, working in the land at Wonders Pavilion, left Disney again to work on the Cousteau Ocean Center in Norfolk, went back to Disney as an executive designer in Imagineering, and retired in 1996. Wrote a book in 2012 called It's Kind of a Cute Story. Mm-hmm. I have not read it, but I'm going to order that off Amazon because I imagine it's probably kind of a cute story. Um, <laughs> what a life this guy led. I mean, just working with Walt and the things, I mean, like somebody, I, I being somebody of that age, being able to walk around the parks and just looking at things going, and maybe you don't say it too much. Cause that's kind of self mm-hmm. self bragging, but just walking around thinking to yourself, I worked on that. Oh, see that design there. I did that. Oh, you see that thing that's been there for 45 years that people love to take pictures of. That's my idea. I mean, just it's so cool. So cool. I just think that's so fantastic. So Raleigh Crump will be missed, but what a great life he has led. Um, so, uh, you know, thoughts first with the family, but uh, yeah, Raleigh Crump, I would yeah. love, would have loved to have met the man. Yes. Um, but yeah, we, Same. we give a nod to you and honor all honor to you, Raleigh. Uh, good job. Well done. And hope you and Walter having some coffee, uh, wherever you might be up there. Mm-hmm. So let's kick it off with our trip around the world here. We're going to go to Animal Kingdom first, the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. Of course, our Earth Day is coming April 22nd. Mm-hmm. Disney has confirmed limited time offerings. They haven't really said much other than, of course, the normal, there will be new sweet and savory treats. There will be specialty merchandise that you can purchase. There will be limited time character sightings, but we do know that Moana is coming to Animal Kingdom for a meet and greet on April 22nd, and she will be there for a while. Uh, I do wonder if this is a permanent thing or if they're just going to have her out and about as a meet and greet until she moves over to Epcot with the mm. Moana water attraction, or maybe they have her in both parks to have Moana double ex- uh, double exposure, more exposure. I don't know. I don't um, know. That's an, yeah, the interesting thought. But I mean, it makes sense in Animal Kingdom. I, I'm right. actually surprised they hadn't done it before. Right. So first time you went to Animal Kingdom, it opened in '98. Yes. So did you go that year when it opened? I mean, uh, you know, you were a young um, tyke of like three or four. So who knows yeah, how right. old? But, <laughs> I do remember when it opened. I did not go. I did not go in '98. I went in 2000. Actually, this might be. It's probably the spring of 2000 because it was my freshman yeah. year of college. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure it was my freshman year of college. <laughs> Hashtag maybe it's my sophomore. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's my sophomore year. So maybe it was like, maybe it was 2000. Like, I don't know. It was you graduated in 99. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that would have been your freshman year in college. 99 into 2000 would have been your freshman year. So it might've been 2000 no. and 2001. It might've been that year. Cause we, mar- my college marched in, in the parade. So we went down right. main street okay. and, and all of that. And that was my first time seeing animal kingdom. So I hadn't been in a, in a few years. Nice. I went in 04 on my honeymoon. First time okay. I had been to Epcot, mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood. Or of course, it was MGM. And it's weird now because going there now, it's like I can't imagine Animal Kingdom without Everest. But Everest was not there. Oh, Everest no, it wasn't open. there. No. Um, mm-hmm. It was Camp Mini Mickey because they had mm-hmm. not built the Beastly Kingdom. They were still considering, still talking mm-hmm. about it, but they had not built it yet. And so it's weird because, like, we didn't stay a long time at Animal Kingdom because it wasn't that much to do. We did the, the trails. It was literally a half day. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean safari, dinosaur. Yeah. There wasn't a ton to do. Um, and I think Cars it, it may have actually been called Countdown to Extinction at that point. It, uh, oh, it was. It was. The movie Dinosaur had come out in 2000, which. Right. Is an unheralded gem, by the way. It's not a terrible movie. People forget that movie even exists. Uh, It's very violent. Um, I would not watch it with small children. And I think it's one of those that Disney sees back going, 
Yeah, that was a bit much. We probably should have pulled back a little bit on the killing of dinosaurs <laughs> on screen in an animated film for kids. Um, it's it's good. It's good. So I recommend it. Although, Jen, there are about 55 other movies I would tell you to watch first before that one. Gotcha. Um, and you're going to go back and watch Couples Retreat before you watch anything else. I, mean, I know. probably. I know. So let's jump over to Epcot, the Epcot 100. Um, Epcot 100 sorry, I was like, Epcot really? 30th. Shoot. <laughs> we we missed some celebrations. The Disney 100, of course, is is coming in. And like, we don't know what's going to happen to Walt Disney World. We know Disneyland's getting all the good stuff and they're getting all the, all the, the things, which is crap to me because, you know, we're the moneymaker. Come on, people. The 100 celebration is coming to Epcot, though. Guests will be able to meet and greet with Mickey and Minnie in their platinum attire. Uh, no word on whether you get to wear the drippy mini ears, which mm-hmm. looks so creepy and weird. Um, they said that you have a you can get a selfie with the man who started it all. So I'm assuming the Walt statue will be in place by then because I know they've been talking about building that Walt statue forever. Mm-hmm. And a spectacle of light show at, at mm-hmm. the Spaceship Earth is coming, so it's going to be a brand new show and and not just like oh here's you know begins and magic whatever. Apparently it's going to be a show show. And of course mm-hmm. we got some uh, some words some some imaging on what the new um, the new fireworks show might look like and Scott yeah. Gustin on Twitter showed us that picture and it's really just the picture of the the ball with like the, a heart firework over it yeah I, I, I know, know people were excited about it I'm like I don't know how to be excited about this because I, I mean don't like know I'm, what sure I'm, it'll be great. I'm sure it'll yeah, be great I'm sure it'll be great it'll be fine well it's funny is he actually posted a picture and we'll probably post this on our uh, on our Instagram on our website or whatever but like picture of the ball with a heart firework in mm-hmm. front of it and then under it it says here's a better photo and it really is the same thing just pulled out a little bit it's like he gets it he's like i don't really know what to do with this but here we go yeah i mean but fun stuff happening uh figment is finally coming uh later this summer how long would you be willing to wait to meet figment uh jen i know you're not a character person well let's just say brady's not with you Oh, uh, right. let's say brady's not with you and he so that way he's not there to say jen really come on we you know he's it's just you you have a chance to meet figment you have the afternoon how long would you wait to meet figment oh i'd I'd wait 20 minutes just 20 really yeah yeah these days i'm i mean listen i want to meet figgy because i love me some figgy but if i now i'd wait an hour if it was Dreamfinder and figment oh that's true that is true i why does it was Dreamfinder and figgy i I would i would wait an hour i know there's some great reasons why i'm sure but i just don't understand why disney doesn't do that concept again because it would be such especially for the 40th maybe a limited time offering for the 40th now you know from august to october or, or maybe even Epcot 50 but like yeah, yeah like i miss the street atmosphere i miss that sort of stuff and and mm-hmm. but you know in terms of of character meets i love them mm-hmm. but i don't love to wait a long time <laughs> yeah i would probably wait 45 minutes to an hour depending on what's going on again it would be an open afternoon mm-hmm. where i didn't have a lot going on like going on and you know i had time yeah. to do other things um if i was pressed for time probably 20 minutes but mm-hmm. i will say that unless they do a lightning lane for this meet and greet there will not be times under 20 minutes for a very long time oh yeah this is one of those no and i realize that unless you catch it like right oh look, yeah. there he is you know if you catch yeah exactly it. like when's figment coming out 10 o'clock oh it's 8 30 i'll stand in line right now which means you're waiting a long time because yeah people want to meet figgy uh, mm-hmm. Over at Magic Kingdom, okay, so first of all, Happily Ever After, after two years, came back last night. Just for media yeah. preview, cast member preview, I've seen the pictures, I've seen the video, it looks wonderful. Everything mm-hmm. you hoped it would be, it's exactly yeah. that. Ready to begin. And it's just like, you hear that music and you're like, ah! Um, of course, they have the projections now all the way down Main Street, so the projections are there mm-hmm. showing off the new characters and stuff. 
honestly, they could have taken almost the exact same projections on the castle as Enchanted uh, and Enchantment yeah. and just put the music to it. I think people would be happy because people missed the music. Um, they missed the Walt throwback and everything. So I, I'm excited mm-hmm. about this. When do you get to see this? When are you going back again? Like May? Oh, right? well, just with our house closing, we're not going to be able to make it down for um, when it opens officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Quasi producer Heather will be there. But um, I will not be going down until uh, yeah May for my birthday. Well, Heather was going because she'll be able to leave her house and then go to Disney World like 20 minutes later because she'll be right there. I mean, there. basically, yeah. Uh, and she's going to team up, of course, with our with our agent, Emily, who owns Bluebird Gifting Company, by the way. If you have something mm-hmm. you want to deliver to somebody at parks, you need some prop, you need some stuff delivered, or you need a grocery run or whatever, bluebirdgiftingcompany.com.co. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bluebirdgiftingcompany.co. Yes. Uh, and we'll have that we'll have that in our contact information yes. as well. So we love Emily and she will take care of you there. So happily ever after is back. And I my vacation starts next Wednesday and goes right. to the following Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So originally we had been planned we had planned on going the twenty eighth through the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gonna be like a longer vacation into April. I was yeah. all excited because I'm like Tron's opening. Of course, they'll have soft openings yeah. that week. It'd be great. It'd be awesome. And happily ever after, it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. And based on why we're going down there, which is of course is a doctor's appointment for our child, uh, we had to move everything back a week. So sure. we're coming back on the 28th, which means that three days later, the 50th anniversary celebration ends, which means three or four days later, happily ever after comes back officially, and Tron opens officially, and I will be like. I don't know. Like, this is the first time I will be going, not knowing when I'm going back. So I'm Ooh, like, I don't really know what's. So hard. you're going to have to put some sort of trip together for the whole team, Jen. You just need to get oh, on gosh. this and make it mandatory <laughs> that everybody has to come. Um, you just you just need to make this happen, Jen. Okay. Just, come on. So, yeah, I will miss a lot of the stuff. I don't know when I'm going back, which I'm sure mm-hmm. will be actually faster than than I think, because that's what always happens. I'm sure it will be. Like yeah. Something like, always comes up. I'm not going back till December. And then July, I'm like, I got a weekend at Disney World. This is what happens. And here I am. <laughs> uh, so we'll, real quick, let's jump back to Epcot, because I want to make sure we yeah. don't miss this. Um, sure. The the transformation comes to a crescendo later this year, as Disney has said. Mm. Uh, the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, by Moana, will debut this fall in World Nature. We're going to talk about the neighborhoods. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a self guided exploration trail, which will take you through the natural water cycle. I'm very interested about how this is going to work um, because I'm thinking like the the safari trails or something in uh, in Animal Kingdom where you walk through and see the animals, and it's like okay, you're going to walk through and see all the water and. It's going to be flooded with people, pun intended, and just, I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, but the Communicore Hall opens a world yes, celebration later this I year. I saw that. The, the center of festival programming throughout the park. In the new renderings released today, you can see that they will be at home to a new character greeting location called Mickey and Friends, which is where the Mickey's mm-hmm. Fun Spot, that whole concept, you meet yeah. Mickey and some of his pals, which is good because we haven't had the fun spot in forever. Uh, Communicore Hall will be the home of a dynamic mm-hmm. exhibition space that will transform with each festival throughout the year. You can see in uh, in some of the imaging that um, they're in the Epcot Festival of the Arts, there'll be lights and shapes and reflections and art going on there. So that's all going to be happening. Of course, they'll be honoring mm-hmm. the legacy of Disney storytelling and unforgettable characters that have entertained and inspired people for all ages. And so the whole sleek design that you see now with the lettering and the and the buildings, things like that, that's all coming to a head this fall. Mm-hmm. As they're kind of all putting that together with the neighborhoods and things. Um, it kind of reminds me of Interventions, I'll be honest with you. I like the name Interventions better. I think I felt like they could have just said the new Interventions and they reformed all that into an Interventions concept with the same stuff. The same stuff they're doing well, right Communicore now. Well, Communicore was always there, too. That's true. That is true. I mean, uh, Communicore, yeah, there, but, it just was But I didn't grow up hearing Communicore. I grew up with Interventions. So, you know, 
I like it. Um, I mentioned Spider-Man. <laughs> so let's hop back over now to Magic Kingdom. Of course, talking about Tron. Um, right, well, talking about Tomorrowland. The Tomorrowland, could you have named the gift shop by Space Mountain if somebody asked you to? What it was oh, it was, a, it was a light. Um, um, yes. Exactly. Tomorrowland light, I, light and tomorrow, Power Co. That's it. Yep. Tomorrow, yep. And so I could not have named that at all. If you had called me up and said, hey, I'll give you $55. I mean, I would have missed a little it. bit. I'd be like, I, Tomorrowland gifts and space sweets i don't know uh, it is the it is the light and power company but it's going to have a new name when okay. it reopens it'll be called the tomorrowland launch depot it'll be the gift shop okay. for the space space mountain and the tron light cycle run you'll be able to see uh all the gifts and stuff as you're walking basically past out of Tron, walking back up shop. the hill you'll stop at the gift shop it's right there <clears throat> the reopening for tomorrowland light and power co should be sometime later on this year uh probably when tron opens i guess so like there next is month. That. Next month, there is also the brand new Energy Bites at Magic Kingdom Park. If you've seen this little concept, it's a kiosk which sits right close to Tron, and it'll be serving up tasty eats and sips for you to grab, drawing inspiration hmm. from the futuristic environment around you. Uh, there'll be a tasty chocolate cake donut holes topped with mocha sauce. Diabetes. Uh, with each bite, B-Y-T-E, by the way, you'll be begging for more. The coffee lovers out there will have a caffeinated beverage, a new one called Joffrey's Cold Brew Coffee topped Ooh. with a yummy mocha sauce, which is a chocolate cold brew. I don't know where the... But, uh, but I guess it's new to this area. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so it's a perfect combination for a classic, classic coffee flavor with a touch of sweetness to start your Magic Kingdom morning. They will have digital dumplings and buffalo chicken, uh, combining chicken dumplings, blue cheese powder, and cayenne pepper broth. No, thank you. Mm, um, they'll also have yeah. digital dumplings, beef, and broccoli out of this world treats. And the strawberry ice o form. It's the ultimate refreshing treat with sweetness as strawberry ice cream mochi is it mochi? Okay. Mochi? Mochi? Mo uh, yeah. Graham crackers and even a little bit of cheesecake foam to finish it Interesting. Off. So that's going to be the little kiosk there. They'll have a watermelon refresher huh. as well. So you get that as you're walking down into Tron, walking out of Tron. So cool. There, which is exciting. Um, also, and I don't know if you ever, I don't, I'm pretty sure you didn't do this because I feel like you would have said it, but do you remember the Avatar in, uh, in Animal Kingdom where you could build your own Navi? Like, oh, I do remember it. Yeah. Based on mm -hmm. you for like a hundred mm -hmm. bucks. Well, you can do this now at Tron. You can actually to actually using a computer software that scans your face, making a Tron program action figure in your Interesting. Likeness. 20 minute customization process. Uh, you can enter the grid through a grid digitization portal, blah, 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 <laughs> uh, located in the launch depot. So in that gift shop there, mm -hmm. uh, image capture will scan your facial features. You can select your helmet, your body configuration. Uh, you can be an enforcer, a good guy, or a combatant, a bad guy, a scout, mm. a good guy, or a sentry, okay. a bad guy. Uh, you can select a team color, you can visit the command input where you can, you can record six lines of dialogue in your own voice. No so way. Put that dialogue in okay, the that's kind of cool. cool. Okay, that's so, cool. Um, just, just so you know, payment will be due upon arrival. I'm uh, sure. One action figure per experience. So you can't do multiples at the same time. You have to go back through the whole thing over and over and over. Packaging is included. Uh, you can order other custom customizable items as well. Mm -hmm. um, limited to one user, one guest. Um, must be 14 years or older. Uh, guests of the user may not customize their figure when accompanying the builder. So if you go with me and I'm doing mine, you can't be like, hey, I'm with him. So I can, do, can I do one? No, you can't. Yes, yeah, so you don't like wrong. lightsabers where you can um, yep. accompany. Non-refundable and not eligible for pass holder or other discounts. The cost, $89.99. Now, oh. I was balking at that price until you said recording your own dialogue. I don't I think that's bad think at all. I kind of think that's awesome. Um, if 
and I don't know if they let you do your own dialogue or if they have dialogue you have to say because if you can do your own dialogue how cool would that be that's awesome <laughs> yeah I, I don't I actually I expected you to say a much higher price than that as we tour around Magic Kingdom, leaving the whole Tomorrowland area, going up to where the, the Fantasyland storybook area, I don't even know what it's called now, honestly, uh, but it's where Merida is. That little corner shop there, little oh, corner area the, there with a um, stage and stuff. I know this. Um, I know this. I, it's the famous. Fairytale. Isn't Fairytale Fairy Garden? Fairytale Garden? I think it's Fairytale Garden. Whatever. As you're walking down from uh, uh, from from Fantasyland, you're walking yep. by the Cheshire Cats on the left here, mm -hmm. and your and your teacups should have hit. It's right there on the left. It's where Merida is. What Maribel was. will be coming there this fall. Well, I, I think she's still there, I believe, and she probably oh she no, yeah, there. it is now. <clears throat> and then but... I'm guessing she'll be there probably through the summer, and they'll reformat the whole thing. Yeah, and it's Disney. They probably will close it in May for a five month rebuild to basically see nothing but a you know cardboard house and some flowers. Um, because it's Disney, and they take their time on things, and that's okay. So, uh, but Maribel will be there and meeting and greeting, which is going to be a highly popular and oh, busy highly area. anticipated. I'm sure the lines will be crazy. I remember meeting Rapunzel there when um, when Tangled first opened, and it was mm -hmm. an hour wait. And I remember meeting Merida. Merida. There. And what they would do basically is you got in line, and they like they would stop you, and they would say, "See that group of people right there? There's another group just like it in front mm -hmm. of it. That's your next several groups here. Um, we're going to cut you off. You can't join the line for another hour. And like they would cut you off. You get you couldn't yeah. mill around." And so it was just because there's not a ton of space. I mean, you'll you'll block the pathway if the line gets yeah. too long. So yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, over at Splash Mountain, or AKA the former Splash Mountain, RIP, mm -hmm. the transformation is beginning as they are going to be installing a water tower there. Um, yes. It's going to be a big, uh, big water tower. It says Tiana's uh, foods on it kind of part of the decor which will be kind of fun there and um yeah and then we saw this in the rendering too we saw that as this as they kind of built the little models and stuff for mm -hmm. the maquettes uh they'll be building a water tower which i think will be fun it'll be kind of a key uh i guess a key like a landmark for that mm -hmm. area because you know mm -hmm. the spires of uh the spires of big thunder and of course we have haunted mansion we have the rapunzel bathroom tower yeah. and now of course we're gonna have the tiana's water tower which i think is gonna be cool so disney springs they have opened up a brand new store, um, the Cork Cycles. God, say Cork Cycle. Cork Sickle. Cork Sickle store. You did that it's earlier, like, too. I did that earlier, too. It's a kiosk, and uh, they'll be basically just selling the Cork Sickles. It's ins high performing insulated drinkware, coolers. And, and they are nice. Cork Sickles They're really, great. really nice. I'm... They look expensive, but you've got several, don't you? I'm drinking out of one right now. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a big, uh, big partnership that Disney has had with them because Cork, uh, Corksicle mm -hmm. does sponsor the races and stuff, or at least the yes. ones that I've been to. Um, it's a local Orlando business, so even though it's a big deal, it actually is a small business, and so you'll be supporting yeah. a local business, which is really, really cool. So that first ever retail location, probably a kiosk of some sort or a small area, will be there. Also opening up the Summer House on the Lake that will be reopening, or that will be opening literally opening this year say. at Disney Springs, and it's. Pretty cool because if you're at Disney Springs anytime, as you're walking by, kind of on that area where uh, Cirque du Soleil is, and that mm -hmm. is that called? It's not called the Marketplace. What what area is that called? Do we know? By Cirque? Oh, the, well, it's the West Side. West Side. Oh, I can it, never think of it. West wait, Side. Is it still the so West that's, Side? Uh, it's always been the West Side. Yeah, so that's <laughs> always all down there. And there's a big wall that says "Coming Summer on the Lake." And honestly, I know it's not, but it makes me think of condominiums or townhouses or something. And it's like, <laughs> oh, summer on the lake. Let's see where we're gonna live. Well, actually, it's going to be an actual restaurant itself. Summer House on the Lake will bring the breezy, relaxed vibes of the beach straight to Disney Springs. It's a California-inspired menu with dishes like pizza and sandwiches, but also has simple and sustainable ingredients, also with you know beer, cocktails, things like that. They will have inside the store itself a cookie jar called, or called the cookie jar. It's a market 
that will offer a variety of desserts and other freshly made pastries. Guests can be seated in one of three outdoor dining patios, each of which will offer a view of Lake Buena Vista. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be really, really delicious, I think. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I hope. I mean, honestly, it sounds like it's going to be a counter service. Maybe it will be a, maybe it will be a, a table service, but I, I feels like a counter service kind of feel to it. Um, the way it sounds yeah. it makes me think it makes me think of Earl's sandwich where it's like pizzas and sandwiches and, and smaller foods, mm-hmm. but who knows? So that's coming up. So last week, Disney was doing a presentation at South by Southwest in, in, in Austin, which I didn't uh, know that businesses did presentations there. I'll be honest with you. I, I, did I, not I know either, it's but... movies, it's bands, it's, you know, South by is a big thing, you yeah. know, it's a festival or whatever. Had no idea they were doing presentations. Well, they did a presentation and first thing they, well, not first thing, but one of the things they presented was the holographic tank. Tink and a little Yes. Lab. She's life size, which means she's like mm-hmm. four inches tall. Interacting with guests. That was Talk. it's not just Tink just talking. Yeah. It's actually it's ooh, but like it's like having a conversation. It was Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's in a lantern. Now, behind the magic, she's a hologram. But still, <laughs> this is pretty cool. And I can I can yeah. think of ways that this would work. It kind of reminds I mean, me of push sure. the trash can kind of thing. Right. But, but at still... the same time, it's cool because I've met Tink several times. You have to be shrunk down to pixie size. Well, now we don't have to shrunk down anymore. Can you can actually talk to Tink in, in the lantern. Now, no word on when that's coming to the parks. We don't know when it's coming and you know, what form right. it's coming. So we're getting there. Also, they did a Judy Hops robot. And this was a little odd. It was. Um, it is a it's a, a robot. Uh, developed by Imagineering. It's a roller skating Judy Hops. It tumbles. It did a slide. It completed a somersault for the audience. Josh Tomorrow I mean, and, and like... Disney said, the dynamic robot incorporates motion capture data to create performances that evoke emotion, giving Imagineers mm-hmm. a new way to bring out a character's personality. And I imagine you put a, a costume on this particular skeleton. Oh, well, yeah. And one for heck sure. of a performance. It's weird. I well, feel like... It, this because is how Skynet it's got not going. in costume. No, not right now. It's not in costume. It's just a, so just a it, robot. Was, it was like wait, wait. But um, it had the ears and it had the big eyes. It did have the ears. It um, did. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's weird in terms of how it looks because I get that it's no, a robot. They're no, 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 no. But it was like the whoa. whole thing like, is whoa. weird. It's, it's like, weird. Like that just like, happens. <laughs> like I actually I saw that story and I shared it on my Instagram and I think my comment was something like I'm ready for our magical overlords. To to take over or something like that. Uh, I'm ready to be ruled by our magical overlords because, again, if you've ever seen Terminator, this is how Skynet got started. This is how oh the robots developed sentient sentient thoughts and beings and took over and suddenly we're in a robot war. Uh, this is what happened. And so I mean, I'm, is, I'm pretty sure Imagineering did not create a sentient being. So, so Well, you don't know what happens in 20 years if Judy Hopps is like, I'm tired of being told what to do. <laughs> I think no, I need we're to make gonna my get the Kingdom Keepers territory now. Right? Like, you know what? Ridley Pearson was a, was, was a prophet, honestly. <laughs> so we got to hit him on the show to defend this. Maybe he's the one that started all this. So last thing here, and I want to get your take on this, Jen, because in, in for the audience, one of the things that we like to do here is I like to kind of give Jen some ideas or some thoughts and some things that are kind of fresh to her. Like I've read this a couple of times. I've mm-hmm. kind of had some thoughts on it. Jen has probably seen this, but not really thought about it much or studied it a whole lot. So it's good to get your fresh take on it. And this is Bob Iger having a, having an interview, talking mm-hmm. to uh, whoever he's talking to. Um, it was a question and answer call with Morgan Stanley talking about Disney mm-hmm. streaming. And he's done several of these because because the previous administration at Disney, he's had to kind of do a lot of like, like the administration. And, I mean, like he's had to do a whole lot of like covering things and taking care of things and explaining things. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for Chapik. He's sitting on a beach with a mai tai with his twenty-four million dollars. Going, I'm good. So I don't yeah. feel bad for the guy at all. But Bob is Iger is trying to to cr- trying mm-hmm. to figure out a lot of things. This is what he said. 
about pricing because one of the accusations was that Disney raised the prices way too fast. Took, mm-hmm. taking things away from the from the, from the guests as they're raising prices, the value of things, whatever. So we, we get some of that mm-hmm. criticism. Here's what Bob said. I've always believed that Disney was a brand that needed to be accessible. I think that in our zeal to grow profits, we may have been too aggressive about some of our pricing. I think mm-hmm. that there's a way to continue to grow that business, but to be smarter about how we price so that we maintain mm-hmm. the brand value of accessibility. And we have made certain steps. We took certain steps when I came back to do just that. They resonated mm-hmm. extremely well with consumers. And we're not only going to continue to listen to consumers, but we're going to continue to adjust. So, of course, one of the things that happened immediately, I don't say immediately, but very soon after he came back was that, you know, we took away the parking fees and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is great. They're now kind of doing some things where annual pass holders don't have to, um, don't have to do park hopping mm-hmm. reservations. Park reservations. Park reservations before after they two, park hop. With restrictions, but yes. Exactly. And so, by the way, I sent you his comments that we could see it in front of you there, ah. Jen. Um, and so, thoughts on this, like, I guess, I guess your thoughts on the immediate if Bob came to you, Bob came to us and said, Hey guys, you guys are faithful listeners. You're, you're, you're a great podcast. We listen to you guys every week. Bring back more Heather. We need her. Um, <laughs> actually that's Josh talking. Uh, what do you think are some things that in, in the short term, and I know the long term is like bring back Magical Express and let's bring back annual passes and whatever. Some short term things. What do you think would be something that maybe Disney could do that fans would go, all right, this is good. This is good. Mm-hmm. a gamble like removing the park fees. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, Anything that can be value added right now, because the prices did go up, and, and again, he he brought out the criticism that you right. know people have that consumers. Right. We, we've heard it. We've heard that criticism. Right. I think the more value add they can put in right now, the I guess the better people would feel yeah. about the, yeah. about the pricing structure. You know, because again, the more magic people will feel while they're on vacation. Correct. The more magic their hard-earned people- money. Yep. Exactly. Because it was like, it wasn't just, oh, it went up because pricing everywhere has gone up. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. I mean, inflation right. is a thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's <laughs> nobody can say it's not. Right. So, but you know, as a result, or sorry, in tandem was that was when it was taking away, oh, this has always been there. Like the daily housekeeping. Now he brought that back. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, or I should say it happened under his leadership, you right. know, things right. came back. <laughs> that arguably should not have gone away in the first place. So, you know, I think, I do think he's listening. I think that this is a, a good, this is an excellent step. And I think that we should continue with the value ads. And I, you know, secondarily in the short term, you know, if there is a way, uh, people are still wanting some sort of a dining plan. And I know that that yes. is a more long-term situation um that that's perhaps more long term but i do think that that is something people feel more willing because they know what they're spending up front because the cost of food has increased it, again it's increased at the grocery store so right obviously right. it is going to increase at restaurants as a result so i think if we could somehow address that and i don't know the answer i straight up do not know the answer <laughs> but if there was a way so um, what's the answer jen what is the answer yeah i don't know <laughs> one thing they did continental they, they breakfast did, i don't know oh yeah one thing they did at disneyland which i really like was that, that they opened up more windows when the prices of the tickets were lower yeah um, that would be good and i think they could easily look at that and say you know what maybe yeah. it's hard to do from now through april 
But what if we look at May through the rest of the year, mm -hmm. um, or even starting in July through the rest of the year, we're going to start opening up more windows yeah. of when the tickets are, are lower. And if that means that we as travel agents have to call in and whatever, I mean, we, we'll figure that out. We, we figure that out. So I think that's one thing right. of like, because they're not going to reduce ticket prices across the board. They're not going to be like, okay, a ticket that's no. $109 and I'll be 107 but Yeah, you can once make something more, goes up, you're not going to pull it back. More dates available for those $109 prices or whatever the prices well, may be. And same with um, Genie. Let's have yes. more of the lower price or right. go back to a fixed rate, you know, right. even if it's higher than what I think a fixed rate is a big deal. Or fixed rate have would a, be a good idea. cap on it and say, or like, you know, cap, Disneyland yes. is $25 per day. No matter what you do, it's 25 bucks per day. Um, and I can see that on slower days, why would you want to pay 25 bucks for it? So say, you know what? $25 is our cap. We will go up to that price, you know, mm -hmm. several days. Guess what? From now to the end of April, it's going to be $25, 25 bucks a day because it's just so busy. $19, $20, whatever, it's $29 right now. And I think not knowing how much you're going to have to pay for it mm -hmm. is going to be tough. And when we go next week, I expect it to be anywhere from 25 to 30 bucks, and we're probably not going to get it, whereas we would have before because, mm -hmm. you know. But if we know going into it, okay, it's 25 bucks a day. Okay, so mm -hmm. for Hollywood Day, we're going to go ahead and get it. What's the 100 bucks we have to spend? We just know that going into it versus what's the price on it now? I'm flipping my phone. Oh, it's $28. Do you want it? I don't, well, it's six fifty. We got to hold it inside. What do we do? I don't yeah. know. Um, I think there is that. And what you said about some sort of dining plan or something, I would be good. Also, I think, you know, get the rest of our dining open. 9800 Park Fair is still closed. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't bring back characters, having that dining available, I think is a big deal. Um, because it's a great restaurant. It's very I local. It's really the last one though that um, hadn't yep. reopened. I mean, Narcoosie's is closed, but that was right. a planned refurbishment, you know, right. situation. That's different. Right. So. And I'm and I am I love innovation and I love what we're doing with like the Roundup Rodeo is opening up in a couple of weeks. Oh that yeah, mm -hmm. that probably was on the board before COVID even happened. So now oh, like, it, it has been. Done. Oh, that's been a, that and, a long time. That and long I, and I get that. And that's great. But then I'm like, okay, so some of the stuff that we're doing, can we not pull back just a little bit and get these things done? Also, I love the fact that we have a creepy Skynet Judy Hopps robot rolling around the stage. That's great. That presentation probably cost a heck of a lot of money. What if we siphon some of that, throw it into the parks, and maintain our rides just a smidge better? Let's make sure the rides doesn't break. Does, let's, get do the guns, let's get the guns moving on rides of the resistance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you don't. See, you can't see what I'm doing on video because that looks really you, terrible. No, you but, cannot. That looks no, really weird. Looks um, but I will say, I mean, with any business, there's budgets. So yes. you yep. know, yep. and one does not necessarily cross into another. So like innovation can't necessarily go somewhere else. But maybe in looking at future budgets, we try to, you know, right. Yeah, right. We we just, just try to address some of some right. of. But those in any things. budget, you can say okay. Let's look at all the budgets here. We got this over here, this over here, this over here. What if we take 4% of this, peel it off, and throw it into that section because we need to make sure that the guns and rides of the distance are working, or we need to make sure that we clean Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin because that ride gets pretty dirty because people, kids seem to drop stuff off to the side. You know, whatever. I don't know. Um, I feel like that's part of it too because just the aesthetics of the parks itself, the parks are wonderful and beautiful and whatever, but if you take a hard look at a lot of things, you're like, a little cleaner. I mean, I've seen pictures of Small World as you're rolling through. The whole park look, ride looks great, but if you look up some of the ceiling stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, that probably could use a little bit of a wash and a paint job, maybe. So I would love to see Disney, Bob just come out and saying, you know what, we're going to, for the rest of this year, we're going to take our time over the course of this year and we're going to address every single attraction and we're going to touch it. We're going to point to it. We're going to close it, ride down here for a week, ride down there for a week, just revert, make sure everything looks good. Uh, Cause I felt like that was one of the things that I had a problem with Chapik with is he ignored the parks um, and the parks he were did. ignored. He did he ignore he did. the parks. Um, a lot of the rides got like space mountain. Great example. Looked terrible on the outside. 
Um, they just looked they awful. I mean, and now and they just and they cleaned it. It, it looks they cleaned so it. much better. They fixed it, <laughs> and so and people are noticing that, going, "Look at that!" And now I'm taking pictures of them. Now I'm loving this. I mean, they I know you have to pay like somebody that, so. to do it, but yes. I mean, it's a, it's essentially a power wash, is it not? Because I watched yeah. them doing some, but I'm like, essentially, right. it's a power washer, and right. you know. I mean, but in I the mean, grand scheme of a budget, it can't be a hundred people that buy genie. Suddenly, Maybe you got I'm three thousand bucks. <laughs> you can pay like you know however many guys for a day and be like, hey, can you just give it a once over? I don't know how much painting costs. Please don't at me. I have I no idea. I literally do not know. I've but never painted an attraction or a I roller just, coaster. But I do feel but, like it's maybe not as much as something else. Right, They're not addressing right. an an electrical thing. It's like right. So, <laughs> yeah. So for you, added value of magic. Me, I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna land on upkeep of the parks aesthetically mm -hmm. just making sure everything looks great on a consistent basis so so there we go uh, i think I we're think headed there i think yeah, we're i headed. think i think we are too so there we go that is our talk and our trip around around the world here um just looking at everything looking at all our stuff mm -hmm. and i'm sure there's a lot of things we missed but we touched on a lot of things coming up i'm excited about this spring mm -hmm. i'm excited about the summer and this fall uh tickets for destination d23 which is in orlando is happening mm -hmm. for uh tickets have already gone on sale um, you know, we're going to be definitely be talking about that because there's some major things happening. Yeah. Jen, just send me a check and I'll be happy to go down there and cover oh, it on you. behalf of the podcast. So, you know, um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about all that. So I get my information at the top of the show. Jen, where can we find you uh, on the line? Um, you can find me at upon a Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Novotny. Perfect. All right. Of course, find us at uponastartravel.com on all the socials and TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and all those good places. Find me, of course, as I mentioned, top of the show. Um, Bluebird Gifting Co. You can follow her on Twitter as well. And of course, and the Mono Mom. Follow her progress as she moves yeah. down to Florida, becomes a Floridian. Uh, that's our show, folks. Uh, Jen, thank you so much. Phoenicians, don't forget to thank them too. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true.